Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rendition Pod, where three lovely ladies like to. Talk. Wait, you, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I really think I'm more of a lady. Oh, lady, three lovely ladies and lady, uh, or ladies. A thembo. A thembos. <laughs> Three beautiful people uh, with feminine energy uh, like to talk about stories, specifically books and movies, and how one gets turned into the other and vice versa. So today we're going to be talking about Dracula. Um, and specifically we're talking about the Bram Stoker's Dracula, the movie by Francis Ford Coppola, not the uh, original with Bela Lugosi. Uh, and actually we switched it up this time. Jude is usually our film expert, but today uh, she has taken in the audiobook, uh, and then our lovely Ashley has watched the movie. So how about Ashley, we kick you off. Uh, how was the movie? Did you like it? Did you love it? How'd you feel about it? I absolutely loved it. (laughs) But not like because it was the best movie I've ever seen, but just because honestly, it's really refreshing to watch a movie like this. Um, It's so different from the way modern movies are made. So much happens in this film. I know I'm going to skip like 50% of the thoughts I had (laughs) while watching it. Mm, Yeah. Because it's just constant motion, constant beautiful cinematography, beautiful sets, beautiful costumes, beautiful people. Right. Um, the, uh, the action is like, I, I saw this movie once when I was way too young to get it. And (laughs) even on this rewatch, there were a few parts I found kind of confusing just from a narrative standpoint, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't care. Yeah. I was like, Oh, where did this werewolf come from? Is Dracula the werewolf? Yes. Can he do that? Is that in the rules? I don't care. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The scene is happening. It's ridiculous. Um, moving on. Yeah. So I loved it. I I loved scary Gary Oldman. He brought <laughs> such menace. You know he's to only this character. Like thirty four. Oh no! Oh yeah! When he's like in the scene where he's young, like he could yeah. get it for real. Oh, that yeah. is not even a question. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a thing. Even when they shaved his like his hairline to make that whole like Vlad wig work, it was. Uh, I was still like, hello, sir. Hello. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, I, I get, I, I, I was so, um, yeah. So not to jump around too much, but, um, you know, we've got, our, we've got our boy Jonathan. Oh. Mm-hmm. So my like my first favorite aspect of this film is that everyone's a narrator. Mm-hmm. Literally, like we got Jonathan narrating. We've got like a mysterious off-screen narrator who tells us all the backstory on like Dracula. Mm-hmm. We've got Mina narrating. We've got Van Helsing narrating. We've even got a boat captain narrating at one point. Mm-hmm. Like everyone in this film gets a voiceover, and that really cracks me up. Um, mm-hmm. It's so Which- over the top. Right, which is a really nice like uh, way to adapt it from the book, which is written entirely in journal entries. So it's like, okay, right. all right, we get you, we get you. Um, like, right. I, I hear that nod, but yeah, and uh, um, yeah. so we got our boy Jonathan, mm-hmm. who is like, I think it might be partially the casting of Keanu Reeves, but it might just also <laughs> be the character. But yeah. like. Dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> like poor Jonathan. Like you, I'm glad you're pretty because <laughs> the character's not much better in the book. But um, yeah, and, and poor Keanu, he just came off of like like 
three other movies right back to back to back. And so like in, in a lot of interviews, he was like, I just didn't have it in me anymore. Um, and Francis Ford Coppola was later like quoted as saying like, yeah, I mostly just wanted the really hot young star to like relate to the girls. But <laughs> so it's like, oh no. He's got, he's got big archetypal e-boy vibes, like with the haircut I mean, and the soft face. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, that chili oh, bowl man. that Mina, suddenly Mina's, gets dust Mina's from the got baby that powder flame later. Pussy, but Count Dracula has me locked up. <laughs> man, cops are buzz. With these bodacious babes. It's a bummer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the entire first act right there. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. Also, wait, just a quick thing about Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Is, okay, ostensibly straight men on the internet love to take pictures of Keanu Reeves from like the 80s, the 90s, and then today Uh and line them all up and be like, does this man age? He he doesn't get any older. Look at him. He looks the same. And I'm like, he literally doesn't. He looks like a, he looks like he's 50 years old now. He looks really old. He looks like he's been in a hundred fucking movies. He looks old as shit. You get you put a picture of when he was 18, and now he's like 49. I like, mean, he's definitely more ripped. Like that's a thing. It's just weird. Like, there was yeah, just like a there was just like a, a, a big moment on the internet where it was just like can't. It was just Keanu, Keanu Reeves is a vampire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, Anyways, also, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's also like a picture of someone from like the 1800s who looks vaguely like him. Oh yeah, I a forgot good, about a that. A good like internet joke. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we've got we've got our himbo, Jonathan running around. Um. Mm-hmm. I love that absolutely immediately, like the second he gets to Transylvania, um, all these creepy things are going on, and it's just Keanu Reeves constantly reacting, kind of like, oh, well, that's that's kind of weird. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, um. Obviously, like the best scene of that is when he finally kind of realizes that he's a prisoner uh, with the incredibly homoerotic scene mm-hmm. with him and old man Dracula <laughs> where Dracula is like shaving his neck for him. Uh, Loved it. Man, that Loved was, the energy of all that. That was a great Very threatening, very scary. Yeah. <laughs> they filmed that one like after midnight and Gary Oldman was a little drunk and he was like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> That's even more terrifying than vampire, like a vampire shaving my neck for me. I know, right? Ooh, creepy, and creepy. Subscribe to the Patreon to find out what Ashley means by she loved that scene because <laughs> Ashley is no Ashley is no uh, white collar monster fucker okay this is a working class gal she rejects the Edward Cullen types she goes in for gills and and distorted faces and uh, and, and ugly you know ugly creatures wait so. wait, wait. Did, you know this is you, you would think that this is just a classic a classic Jew joke but I mean uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to out you on the fucking uh, Shape of Water is a very important movie in my life. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like, come on. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Moving forward. Yes. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of the whole first act. Uh, then we get, then we get uh, vampires on the high seas. Uh-huh. Uh We finally. So I, I said this to you guys last night while I, while I was watching it. Yeah. Um. So we get. Dracula in London. Um, he seduces Lucy for some reason. I didn't really narratively understand that, but again, did not care. Yeah. Uh, I think and that was to get We have this really violent scene. I'm sorry. Oh, I was I was saying it's uh, I think it was literally just to get his fangs and his dick wet, but um, like no other reason. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, but anyway, continue. Sorry. Oh yeah, I guess maybe I guess later when he he does say he like needs her energy or something. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I guess like traveling over the sea took it out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like we just had the super violent 
essentially rape scene with Lucy. And then like the very next scene is like him trying to flirt with Mina and there's all this romantic music and it's really awkward. And she's like rebuffing his advances. And Mm -hmm. I loved every second. I could not even physically watch. It was, it was so painful. So painful. She just, he just raped your best friend. And then like it, uh, and then the, it's framed like she should definitely hang out with him and like, let him talk to her, you know, like, cause he's just like, he's being pushy. He's being creepy. He's like, oh, no, I am new to this town, and I really just wanted you to show me. Uh, I will not bother you anymore, my lady. And, like, I also love all his lame pickup lines. Like, I love that this is Dracula. He's, like, had hundreds of years. He's an all-powerful, scary monster, Nosferatu. And he's like, oh, hey, girl, you want to catch a movie sometime? <laughs> and she's like, no, go. There's a sign over there. Me, I, am, I am a married godly woman sir <laughs> he's like that bugs bunny um, meme where he's in the tuxedo and it's like i wish all the ladies a very pleasant evening <laughs> <laughs> but in gary oldman's bad transylvanian <laughs> accent it's so good i do like a lot of his like one-liners in that movie like he did such oh, a good yeah. job like uh where he's like i drink i do not drink wine <laughs> wine <laughs> you can like hear him trying not to laugh behind the <laughs> behind the delivery i love it um mm-hmm. yeah so from, i mean from there we've, we've got like kind of the where the movie kind of slows down there in the middle mm-hmm. where it's all this like oh we gotta we gotta try to save lucy van helsing's gotta get introduced uh anthony hopkins totally fucking nailing that role oh just, yeah yeah mm, tasty tasty really he just talks about coach writer the did time. a good job too <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, he, but he's always like, his solution to everything is like, take off your coat. <laughs> Put the garlic on it. <laughs> Bring me your coat. Take off your coat, gentlemen. <laughs> I did like the energy he brought to it. Like, he was very, like, very irreverent, very, like, out of touch, intellectual, you know. Um, but, I don't, like. It's, uh, it's kind of it's great because you have, like, two, two kind of wizened old man characters who are both, like, incredibly unconcerned with the feelings of others around them, uh, which is. Very funny to watch the other characters play off because everyone else is so sincere and like, save them, I love them. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, what? No, don't do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love the. Uh, I love after they after they behead Lucy and he's talking to Mina and she's like, was she in pain? And he's like, yeah, she's in a lot of pain. We cut her head <laughs> off. I don't. What the fuck else? More do you want to hear? So that's kind of the the middling part of the film, and then we get like the big chase scene. Yeah. that goes on forever and has like narration explaining how the chase played out mm-hmm. and we've got the huge I, I don't understand where where like Dracula gets these random minions from like does oh, he pay them they're yeah. described as his gypsies which is not you know just so everyone knows uh, not a super PC term no um, I'm, I'm assuming they're just like dudes from the village that he's like hypnotized you know like just oh, I suppose yeah um, that tracks yeah because like it just it, it feels like his stormtroopers you know they're just like coming out of nowhere <laughs> jumping on carriages i'm like in the video game this would be like a really good level where it's like protect the carriage mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i don't know like uh, at least in stormtroopers or star wars you get like an explanation they grow them uh these <laughs> these dudes they're just kind of like 
I don't know. Oh, well, I guess he eats babies from our village, but uh, he also <laughs> pays us, so whatever. I mean, I, uh, uh, we show up. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we knew. We got, the, we got the memo that this carriage chase was going to be happening today. Mm-hmm, exactly. uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Maybe Logic don't care. Don't care, because then we have the big showdown that has mm-hmm. maybe one of my favorite shots in the whole movie, yeah. which is old man... Gary Oldman Dracula in a gold robe yep. bleeding out everywhere mm-hmm. and Winona Ryder in this gorgeous green dress mm-hmm. hair flowing shotgun pointed at everyone I was like this is romance <laughs> this is real Pinkies this up. is true love right here <laughs> true love ah. I did like I was that like, Jonathan hate- was like no it's okay let her go her her whole she's got more to do now it's gonna be harder for like, her what is it continents for that yeah, I don't know. And then they're, what was they're, the point of all this? And then their dude, Quincy, died. Their, their poor dude. Yeah. Oh, Quincy? I he love, could also get it, for the record. I know all of them, honestly. Like, it was really cool, because, like, they don't normally put Quincy in the film adaptations of Dracula. Like, they usually, like, combine him with Arthur or with the other ones, and it's like, no, nah, we got Billy Zane. We're doing it. Oh, <laughs> that's like, who that is. It's <laughs> like, Billy Zane. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, like, the LA, and Francis Ford Coppola actually was like, hey, okay, guys, we're gonna we're gonna make sure you guys are, like, really broing it out. So he sent Cariel's, um, uh, uh, Richard Richard Grant and then um, Billy Zane to go on like horseback riding and hot air ballooning adventures so that they would oh like bro it out. <laughs> God, I would do anything to have been on a bro venture with all of them. That sounds amazing. I know. Like what? Carrie Ells in a hot air balloon. Let's go. What are we doing here? <laughs> but anyway. Um, so That's great trivia. I want to hold that back close to my heart. Oh, another fun piece that adds to the creepy uh, Dracula hitting on Mina earlier. Uh, I guess when they were filming the part where she sees him in the crowd for the first time, uh, the director didn't really like her reaction, like instinctually. And so they filmed it a few times. And then all of a sudden, uh, Gary Oldman like grabs a zucchini off of one of the shopping cart things that were nearby and then just like wiggles it at her like as a dick uh, out of camera shot so, to get like the look of like bemused disgust on her face uh, and, like, and, yes. and it was like Acting. what the fuck but yeah so I don't know um it's it was a it was an interesting film I loved a lot of it uh like the relationship dynamics were a little weird for me but um, oh yeah oh definitely um there is all kinds of so my like my, my my thoughts, my meta thoughts outside of just like, like my, you know, loving just kind of the ridiculousness of it. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like how, like, obviously Lucy's story is really problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but like, I mean, it's, I know like, it's not like, it's not problematic in that I think it should have been handled differently necessarily, but I think like, it's sad that she's kind of this classic trope of a character who's like a slutty girl who gets what's coming to her kind yeah. of narrative. Yeah. But that's not really what we're told narratively. Like Mina straight up says, like, I wish I was more like her. She's a total virtuous girl. She's just a flirt and she's fun and I like her. She's my friend. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. And we almost um, made so, out at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> I know. I was like, what's 
happening here? Lucy, let's look at the let's look at the Kama Sutra together. Oh yeah, okay, Mina. <laughs> Mina's just like Mina's not raunchy at all. She's just like mm-hmm. sitting in her antechamber reading the Kama Sutra. Just <laughs> when Lucy oh, happens by and she's like, Oh Lucy, would you like to look at this uh also erotic like- manual from the Orient with me? <laughs> <laughs> that book also went missing off of set. I my bet is Winona Ryder grabbed it. But also, <laughs> like all three panels that they show out of the Kama Sutra are just yeah. like doggy style. They're like just like increasingly scandalized Can by they do that? By, yeah, they're like they're like from from, from behind. <laughs> All while- Is that a below job? <laughs> Is this physically possible? And then Is that the Silwater Rally? Uh and then <laughs> and all the kisses um, in this That's kind so of I, like didn't, I didn't yeah. I don't know. I guess so like I don't know that like I don't know that like the movie or the framing itself actually tells us like Lucy's a slutty slut who deserves to be punished. But I feel like that's kind of a, just a classic trope that yeah. you hate to see. Breaks your heart. Yeah. Um, and also, yeah, I didn't, uh, the, the obviously, you know, Mina falling in love with her captor slash yeah. rapist slash baby murderer. Ooh, it's not yeah. great. No. But again, like, I didn't, I don't think like the narrative was telling us it was great. I don't think it was framed that way, except for the weird scene with the romantic. Right, <laughs> right. So bizarre. Yeah. Um, and that's, it's not the first time that that's been a trope in the retelling of Dracula. I think the first time was like in, uh, 74. Um, uh, and like, oh, also like Renfield being a former associate or part of the same like company as Harker. That was also like a random movie lore thing that eventually picked up into something. I, I kind of liked that a lot. I did too. Um, I liked sense. the flashes to him. I liked the weird like Dutch angle they always shot him at when he was yelling out his window. <laughs> oh yeah. Also Tom Waits. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Was that yeah. Tom Waits? Yeah, dude. Uh-huh. That yeah. track. Yeah. He's in a lot of cor- a couple of movies, but um, yeah. Well, he's, he's in a Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Oh, fuck yeah, he yeah. is. Oh. And he's great in that. Yeah, he is. Oh, damn. I love Tom Waits. Anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> so, like, Lucy. Poor Lucy. Uh, just, I love her a lot. Um, I did dig that, I don't know. Like, she was so open, and all these dudes were, like, ready to, like, die for her. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. Well, at least she had some kind of affection and they weren't just like oh well she's dead now i guess we can't fuck her but, uh, but, so, suggestion uh yeah. dating sim where you get to play as lucy and just collect a harem uh, of like oh the heart 1800 1800 men oh yeah and then the extra hard route is dracula getting him not to kill you Anyway, we're on to something. We're on to something. Extra extra hard route would be getting Van Helsing not to chop your head off. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That's that's... That's like the secret route that people discover in the code, and they're like, what does it mean? Why is this here? Uh, Yeah, because, like, him, uh, what was it? Uh, Yeah, that whole thing about uh, Van Helsing and Lucy being attracted to each other later was weird. That was, like, again, something they just kind of threw in there, and it was like, oh, okay, all right. I mean, I. Completely, I completely miss that, honestly, because there is so much going on in this film. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they mostly just mention it, like, when Mina's freaking out, and uh, she started to do the whole, oh, yes, Lucy wanted you. I will seduce you now. And then uh, just, yeah. Um, oh, oh, toward the, toward the end there. Yeah, where she's, yeah. 
it's like oh Bethesda you can't be so oh no I will not lose you too oh, oh but anyway anyway good movie good movie <laughs> good movie uh yeah I also really dug the costume design and like just the overall production was bananas it was bananas yeah oh, it's, yeah. it's nuts oh, yeah. I love oh I also love what they did with uh the shadows mm-hmm. of the vampiric characters, like just obvious Nasiratu like callbacks, but yeah. I I also thought it was like done really well and liked it a lot. Exactly, it was. Um, it, but yeah, like the sets were gorgeous, costuming mm. gorgeous. Yeah. Most them, I would say like Gary Oldman's makeup was always on point. Mm-hmm. Older or like aged within Keanu Reeves was hilarious because it was mm. just like that spray spray in gray hair dye. <laughs> but it really was. Yeah. Overall, the production is really fantastic, and I think that whole crew should be really pleased with themselves. Even almost twenty years later now. Yeah. Almost thirty years later. Thirty years. Actually, oh, 30, shut yeah. Up. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't do math. It came out a year after I was born, and I just yeah. turned thirty. Um, but what was it? Uh, yeah. So like, one of the cool parts is like you've got uh this movie like changed on a dime in a lot of way, like production wise, and that's what made it so cool. Because like at first, uh, he had hired like this special effects team, and they were like really insisting that he use CG, that he use spe- like uh, computer special effects, and he was like, nah. No, we're not doing that. Uh, so he fired them, and he hired his son Roman, and he uh, and they did everything by hand. They did it like fucking old school. Like uh, I'm so glad. Right? I'm so glad because I feel like um, I read a few reviews after watching the movie because um, I kind of wanted to go in untouched with only the vague ideas that I had picked up from society oh, about yeah. what this was going to be. Yeah, totally. Um, and obviously, like I, the reviews I was reading was saying that this was kind of like a return a form for the character, like making the character scary again because it hadn't been taken like seriously as a character for so long. Yeah. And I think it's so funny because having grown up in like mostly a post Bram Stoker's Dracula media landscape, mm-hmm. I always considered the, the character really scary because this was one of my introductions to the character. Right. Um, okay. So it's funny to think that there was a time in, in like movies or in like cultural consciousness that Dracula was kind of just like, ah, this little guy. Uh, well, there was that one Leslie, uh, Leslie something. Uh, what, what was that old comedic actor? I can't remember. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, Leslie Nielsen did a Dracula movie. Uh, yeah, no, I got. Was look. it a serious Dracula movie? No, it was a comedy. But that's oh, the thing okay. is like okay, Dracula yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, it was it was actually pretty scary. Although they did take about forty five minutes of blood uh scenes like just uh like all uh, like some extra gory scenes that were actually in the movie for like the testing release they had to take them out to uh stay away from the nc-17 rating Mm. (laughs) so i really want that director's cut like i want i want that i want to see what that is but um 45 minutes uh, more oh of yeah just, just gratuitous red jelly blood everywhere violence but yeah um i'm into it uh yeah and then yeah and then the other element was like uh there was this one set designer that was just there and uh her name was uh aiko ishioka and uh she was like doodling on set one day and he was like oh my god i love your costume designs do you want to just become the costume director will you become the costume director please and uh yeah and she ended up doing that and got the oscar for it because like everything is kind of modeled after kabuki it's very like yeah those are all the best scenes in the movie i know right all like the heavily costumed shit with lucy yeah she pops out of the crypt dressed like a snow baby yeah (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. Well, also, there are just so many. Um, that was something I immediately noticed visually is that it feels often like a stage play. Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite shots, I think I rewound the movie like five times rewatching this shot, is when the carriage pulls up to pick up Jonathan mm-hmm. and this and this weirdly long, scary yeah, hand reaches yeah. out and the camera follows it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is. It's so impractical, but it like visually makes you uncomfortable. Like you, like you know, like that's not how oh, arms yeah. work. You know that's yeah. But it's like it makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. visually, and it kind of it sets the stage for like how scary and how uncomfortable this is meant to feel. Right. Um, he grasped me with I his also, I also think it's strength. great. <laughs> it's also great because it makes me <laughs> exactly. It makes me think of like a book line where it's like he reached out to me with an inhumanly yeah, long yeah, arm, yeah, yeah. and you're like. Ah, uh, uh. mm, I, so I mean, I was still confused. Uh, I, it was not at all what I thought it was going to be going into it, but I really loved it and will definitely rewatch it. It was a very entertaining film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, like the 90s uh, sunglasses on young Dracula. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I fucking loved it so much. Anyway, okay. So, uh, Judith, my dear, uh, what did you feel about the book? How was it? Uh, the book is the, uh, you know, I wasn't crazy about the book. I never <laughs> read the book before. Yeah. And I was expecting something like a Frankenstein caliber. Cause people are like Frankenstein, Dracula, yeah, Dracula, yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and Frankenstein is way better. It's a way better book from this period. I mean, they're yeah. kind of in the same genre. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the eroticism and sexuality of Frankenstein is so much more, risk taking and uh, also censorious than the sexuality in Dracula. Like you could tell Mary, like you could tell Mary Shelley was like, I can't just write monster fucking and corpse fucking and cousin (laughs) fucking in this book. Right. But I'm going to do a little bit of it and I'm going to do a really good job of coding the rest of it into the book. Right. You know, like using, yeah. Subtext, right? Mm-hmm. And Bram Stoker was like, "Okay, um, all right." So the vampire's horny, but I can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, they're not going to let me put that in the book. So how I? Uh, 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 well, well, that's the thing. Like uh, the sexuality there is so weird because, yeah. like, you get the virtue characters and they get to live, and then you get the bride characters who are like these uh, very, like, very horny, very horny. Yeah, ladies. yeah. the The book isn't as the book isn't as uh, plainly erotic as I think. No, I've been, I've been led to believe it is like it's not really the main thing no, in the book. The thing and about I think it fiction. inspired a lot of that, right? Just because of how often he describes the like fallen characters as voluptuous, mm. which is like the most English thing ever, right? To, to <laughs> go from to go from oh this lovely polite lady, oh their chambers were well appointed, to um oh but they were horny, so they were like <laughs> the undead. So it, it was like they were rotting. They were so voluptuous and sexy. It was like they had been you know. But, dead and buried like you but know, that's like, a bad thing so. being so afraid of horniness that you associate it with being dead is a very english thing and speaking of that it's like a very um expression of uh kind of the passionless like protestant english christianity at the time sort mm-hmm. of like the very like uh, hard pew uh no drinking no fucking no dancing type religion mm-hmm. of england at the time and it's anxiety about uh kind of their broadening view of Europe and the world and Mm -hmm. realizing that there are like technically Christians in other parts of Europe that are way, way uh, muskier 
you know, Mus- like the, the, muskier, that's the, a word, yeah. the, the book is, the book is just like this English anxiety about other Europeans of perhaps Semitic character coming to England. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of that in the book. Um, it's that, not, that really tracks. I really like the line. It's probably directly lifted from the book because it felt like it was where, where Dracula says to Jonathan something like, um, you're in Transylvania now. Like your ways aren't our ways. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like, uh, I mean, but he's, you know, then he's not even, he's not even Jewish. You know, he's just a, like a Hungarian Catholic, right? He's just like Eastern Orthodox Catholic. Which, you know, <laughs> they didn't even have to go so far as to make that, you know, Dracula, a Jewish person in, in the novel, which mm-hmm. is what happens in Murnau's, uh, Nosferatu. Right. Uh, and it's really more invasion literature than I think it is gothic horror or anything like that. I mean, you know, uh, Dracula is this inverted Christ, and he wants to spread his his Catholic version of Christianity all over the world, right? It's an it's a there's like an invader anxiety and less of a anxiety about like mortality or you know the eternal soul. You know, it's like not very individual. It's like an expression of like a cultural anxiety about people taking over about about these lusty eastern europeans coming to continental western europe and you know uh having their way with the culture right i think there's a lot of that i don't think it's you know i don't think that was like really up front for stoker but it was kind of right the like zeitgeist of the time in literature like with war of the worlds and all that so it's definitely on people's minds uh, the book, I mean, the movie is a pretty faithful adaptation of the book, honestly. It's like a good, you know, you can tell like the book was on set and open mm-hmm. while they were shooting and like all the dialogue is lifted basically from the book, uh, which is kind of a bummer because especially listening to the audiobook of Dracula, like there's a lot of music in the dialogue, especially of, uh, like Harker and Dracula, yeah, which I think contributes to a lot of people's like homoerotic theorizing about those characters <laughs> in the book because yeah. everything they say to each other is like so poetic. And when you read it out loud, like Dracula really does come off as sort of like lyrical mm-hmm. in the book. Um, yeah, and he is considered like, uh, the, you know, in the in the book he's like this tall, thin, androgynous character who's like very powerful. Like he's very much like the anime Dracula definitely comes from <laughs> this book more oh, than yeah. more yeah. than anything else, right? Oh, yeah. Whereas in the novel he's like. Uh, like a, you know, a big, strong, like Carpathian warrior type. And they definitely lean into like the Vlad Tepes thing with Gary Oldman. Yeah. Cause more, like right? in the book, he's not, he's not Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, like no, they don't, no, no. they don't specifically say that. And uh, that was more of like an inference later. But um, I did kind of dig that. Cause he did bring that like big, heavy, like warrior energy. Like when he's um, talking to, co- talking to Jonathan and Jonathan's like, ah, ha, ha, whatever the history. And that, or when he's telling him about, about the Dracul and then all of a sudden, he swings his fucking sword like he's not a 90 year old man but yeah 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 mm-hmm. i'm like okay but uh but he doesn't yeah. really have that energy in the book he's more like uh very blah, blah, blah. yeah but, yeah yeah like he definitely kind of conceals the uh the like monstrous side of himself right like he is very committed to being a gentleman mm-hmm. and uh stoker's characterization of dracula was actually based off this guy named henry irving mm-hmm. who was a like theater director in London, I think, at the time, yeah. who was like kind of like dismissive and a little queeny, it sounds like, but like really well spoken <laughs> yeah. and like aristocratic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting that there's like basically there was one theater director that uh, Bram Stoker was a little jealous of, and that's been Dracula for almost 200 years yeah, now. Like right? that, yeah. you know, what a big influence this dude <laughs> that no one knows about had. All <laughs> right. Um, so, okay. Dracula was 
translated into Icelandic shortly after its actual publication. Mm-hmm. And the dude that translated it into Icelandic, uh, and the Icelandic version is called like Mikramikur or something like that. Uh, and apparently the Icelandic version is way hornier. Really? Yeah. And it's supposed to be just a word for word translation of the original. And people are like, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. This is not the same book. This yeah. is, there, there's like, there, I guess there's fucking in the Icelandic version. Uh, okay. And people are but like. I didn't know for so long. I'm so glad you brought this up because I couldn't remember what language version it was. that yeah. basically has entire swaths of fanfic in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, it was a long time. No one knew that the Icelandic version was different because they had only read that version. Exactly. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And then, uh, but apparently the dude that translated it was like, yeah, this is the, this is translated from a copy Bram Stoker gave me. And Bram Stoker oh. was like, maybe, oh. maybe I uh, wrote a different book at some point. <laughs> oh, damn. Right? And he like chopped, it, there's a lot to suggest that he sort of like chopped and screwed what actually went to press, especially in the United States. Well, yeah, to, this was like know. 1897. This was like, you know, post-industrial revolution. Uh, you yeah. got that Protestant uh, yeah. like publishing companies, like you got the tightening of virtues. Uh, yeah. But yeah. The so. book is, the book is wild. The book, yeah. the book wears me out. Like mm-hmm. I just thought it was like. Kind of the movie is way more fun than the book for sure because in the in the in the book it's just like all these men that are like I would never I would never lust after a woman unless I was married to her of course like everyone all the time like every time a dude like enters a scene he's like there are women here that I will never fuck like uh, it's like very oh I love uh, yeah but then but then like all the women are like I'm so horny it has killed my 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 immortal soul I am so voluptuous and inflamed with passion that uh, I'm going to hell like I became so horny I turned into a monster is which is something women are capable of in Dracula but not men apparently men just like wither okay also there's a huge there's a huge anxiety about cuckolding in drag in in the movie for sure the movie really oh, bring, yeah. in the adaptation like coppola read the coppola read the book and he was like these dudes are just afraid of getting cucked and he brought that like he, he made an entire subplot with mina and dracula about that in the you know he impri- okay worst worst a, a man's worst fear is you finally get your real estate license and you go to transylvania and you're you're dealing with this uh, Romanian weirdo, right? And next thing you know, he imprisons you with a bunch of undead hotties that are just sucking you all the time. And then uh, you're trapped there. He gets on a boat with a bunch of dirt (laughs) and goes to London and then steals your girl. Steal your girl. Steals your girl and kills her best friend. And fucks her best friend. He's such a player. The guy she tells you not to worry about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, basically. Also, uh, just Dracula is like, okay, so dudes used to have, okay, guys that are like Joker guys now Mm -hmm. definitely used to be Dracula guys, right? Okay, I can see that. Yeah. 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 Like back before conditions were so desperate. Like, I mean, now people think they can actually become the Joker. Mm-hmm. Like Jokerfication is like an actual process. But back in the day, dudes were like, yeah, I want to be smooth like Dracula because that's how you get bitches, right? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. right. And now guys are like, I want to be the Joker because, right, you know. Yeah. Because like, yeah, they're, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. really fucked up. But um, we, live in a, we live in a society. Mm. Yeah. Dracula can do a lot in. He can do so much in cool the, shit. In the book, he can, he's. He's uh, an accomplished traveler, he first can, of all. He can turn into rats. He can turn into wolves. He can yeah. turn into mist. Where he turns into the where he goes into the shadows and then turns into a pile of rats in the movie. That I was, was like so, so cool. impressed by. I was like, this yeah. is 
I was like, cause like we've already gone through the whole romance subplot and like developed some like tender feelings toward him as an audience. And yeah. then you like get to just see him turn into a giant pile of rats. I was like, Oh, my boy's still spooky. Love it. <laughs> oh, but okay. You know what? There's a film at it. There's a film version of Dracula that is more like the book than I think Coppola's movie really? is. And it's like a Brazilian film that was, uh, Ashley, do you, do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Oh fuck! Okay, so it was like a part of this like famous series of movies that like almost got the director like imprisoned in Brazil like in the in the fifties and sixties, and they're in black and white, and it's like Brazilian Dracula, and his his name is like his name is like Mister Deathstroke or something like that, or just something really insane, and he's got like all of the like numerous abilities and like all the weird hangups that Dracula has about like dirt and shit, and there's this, uh, but he's very much like a. The, like an antichrist figure like he is in the book because the Dracula of the book is like very much like an inverted Christ, right? You know, like he was like the savior of his people but they rejected him and that turned him into this like antichrist type, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Um, and that's like, you know, that's more in the movie, that's, you know, from, from the movie but in the book, right, like he has all these powerful abilities, he can give people this immortal life, right? But it's like wicked, you know, it comes from like uh, this like carnal desire for blood instead of this like lofty spiritual desire for sublimation with God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this Brazilian film, the Dracula character in that is like very much like the Antichrist. And uh, there's like all these like insane scenes of like, there's this scene where like all the women are sleeping in a room and they all have their titties out for some reason. Mm-hmm. And he just like, s- like the director like set loose a bunch of tarantulas all over them without telling them. <gasps> so they're like, yeah. So their reaction is like is real terror. Like, ah, right? yeah. Okay. And so it's just this like lusty Brazilian neckbeard terrorizing these women for like 90 minutes on film. And then like to get past the censors, they have him, um, he, 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 he converts, he converts to Catholicism at the end, like honestly, and becomes a, becomes a mortal God-fearing man. I just tried to Google this and I cannot find it. So okay, like, it's a real I, thing. Maybe I, I'm just hallucinating. N- but maybe. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's just, maybe you just arrived from university. Yeah. yeah. The same yeah. No, 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 no. It's a real thing. If we, if anybody, <laughs> if anybody listens to this episode, they're going to be like, okay, well, actually you should definitely know what that is. If this is a podcast about books and movies, uh, uh, well, I've got my very extensive list of notes in front of me. So oh, yes, I'm, yes. Just, I'm just kidding. I have no notes. Uh, I have a cat. Yeah, and no okay. Yeah, so and then in the book, uh, you know, they do give they, you know, Mina has a lot of agency in the book. You know, she's a part of the she Dracula the killing adventure at the end. Yeah. Um, honestly, I was kind of ready for the book to be over halfway through. I was like, oh god, it's just like <laughs> oh, no. a lot of Renfield eating bugs, uh, a lot of like Lucy being dead and then not dead again, and pumping mm-hmm. blood into her and yeah. Uh, burying her and digging her up and uh, you know it's just it's, it's just it's just like wacky mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just like a bad weekend for the boys really <laughs> the boys just the worst weekend ever uh but then surrounded get, by all these horny women yeah and then they get back to mina like like after lucy dies and then uh dracula has shifted his attentions to her yeah not in a romantic way though like just in a like oh hey you're here too i'm gonna eat you uh and yeah then, you know, and then he yeah. forces her to drink his blood. Not, exactly. Not yeah. Now, okay, that's the only like really hot scene in the book. Yeah. Is yeah. you know like he he lifts up one of his ragged fingernails and cuts a vein from his breast and <laughs> yes. forced me to. Uh, also, listening to Michael Fassbender read that is really is, is oh is weird. Yeah, I didn't realize Michael yeah Michael Fassbender did this one. And, yeah, the uh, audiobook I listened to is Michael Fassbender, mm, and that is people, super but, weird to yeah, imagine. No, it was good. It was good. He. he I, I he bet he did job. the German accent for. Uh, 
He did. Van he did. Helsing. Yeah, the like, like Transylvanian. Oh, I uh, love it. Yeah, he did. I yeah, love it. yeah, it was fun. But, yeah. Uh, what? What? Uh, yeah. Just. I guess that's. I guess those are my thoughts about the book. Like Bram Stoker, yeah. it has big, smart, dumb guy energy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. like you can tell Bram Stoker really thought this was like brilliant. I mean, and I'm like, okay, like I got it. Like, there's like some parts cool. of it that That's are cool. that yeah. are decent. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know. Uh, the cat, the like cast of characters are pretty cool. Like, uh, okay, so I read this book when I was like 13. No, sorry, this was, uh, no, I was like 11, and uh, like I thought I was, you know, the smartest kid ever because uh-huh. like I I bought this like very special edition with uh, Edward Gorey illustrations on it, and I was like, oh, oh that. Cool though. Yeah. That's super cool. I was like the coolest kid. And then my English teacher was like, Good book, here you go. And I was like, I'm the coolest motherfucker. Um, but anyway, so I read this book in the middle of the night. Like I was like finishing it. I was getting to the part where like Mina uh has uh Dracula has like accosted her a couple of times, so she's starting to like waste away. And uh Van Helsing tries to give her the communion wafer on her forehead to help her, and yeah, then it yeah. burns her, and she's like, Oh yeah. fuck, and he's like, Oh fuck. And uh, and then they're all like all the dudes give her like a eulogy or like a pledge uh, to like help her and mm-hmm. to like try and rescue her. And it's all very like sappy, very sad, very like, oh, but well, yeah. I would love yeah. you. And uh, yeah. their undying Christian love for this woman that they were once courting. Yeah. But it was uh, it was like the it was the it was the Lord, right, that she was married to. That she decided to get married to, right? No, uh, Lucy was married to the Lord. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this yeah. was me. And it was it was the Texan, and then Doctor Seward. That yeah. Okay. Also, I feel yeah. like so much of like the Dracula, like Castlevania type genre, mm-hmm. comes out of the scenes with uh, Seward. Yeah. Right. Like, and Seward is introduced like. Uh, Seward was definitely like, cooler like than my Arthur, daily record whatever. delivered by phonograph. Right. Yeah. So I just imagine Seward like. Like in the movie, like at one point he's like kind of sweaty in like his shirt sleeves and he's like standing with his hands on his hips, just like yelling into the phonograph. Like, <laughs> like every time I go in, like Renfield is uh, eating flies. He's just <laughs> eating flies and murmuring and there's birds in there too. He's got flies and birds and spiders. I feel like he has like in the book, uh, Dr. Stewart was a little bit more like compassionate toward his patients. Yeah. Like, in, the, in the movie was definitely a little bit like harsher toward, yeah. the, uh, which I think. Think, yeah, I don't know. you know, we, we we could have like a whole other conversation yeah. about Renfield and Seward and the yeah, and was... the insane asylum. But, yeah, that whole subplot. He's where it kind of feels like he's like experimenting on these people, right? He almost yeah. has like he has got like he's got like low key mad scientist vibes going yeah. on. Oh yeah, yeah. No, but, I definitely I definitely like it in the book, but he's also sort of like supposed to be the sympathetic suitor. Yeah, because the Texan doesn't get a lot of characterization. No, and the Lord is like just whatever. I mean, he's I guess just, he's the good one. Yeah, he's just right. rich and uh, stoic, but yeah. But yeah, yeah. so uh, this book definitely, like, at the age of 12 gave me my first existential crisis, I think. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to die. We're all going to die. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so thank you, Bram Stoker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bram Stoker is like, uh, I mean, I don't know. There's been, like, so much ink spilled about Dracula, of course, and, oh, like, with yeah. the film adaptation being, like, unauthorized, illegal version of it, right? And mm-hmm. my analysis is basically just like, yeah, Bram Stoker was kind of a smart, dumb guy. Uh, like from Whitby, right? He was like he was like disaffected creative writing guy from a small town that thought he was like too smart. Yeah, and he was like well, he's like I'm gonna write a book about my hometown, but like it's gonna be about like it's gonna be a vampire. <laughs> it's gonna be a vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was uh, it's a good book, or I don't know. It, it's like a good uh, it's a good, good monster book. Like you get like really interesting, entertaining elements, but you're right. It's not it's not super well developed. Like. 
I mean, I, c- compared to Frankenstein, it's like really lame. Oh like, yeah, no, Frankenstein that, is yeah. peak. Like that yeah. is. Uh, yeah, like he doesn't really do. He doesn't really accomplish anything with like the branching like narrative structure. Like everything is epistolary, mm-hmm. but that just seems like sort of like a lazy way of avoiding uh, like uh, the more difficult illuminating mm-hmm. omniscient third person or limited third person narrator, right? Yeah. Whereas like. Mary Shelley uses that to like conceal things and reveal things. Whereas he's just like, right. you know, kind of going through the story in this like kind of like proto pulpy sort of like ancestor to weird fiction type right. serialized version of the story. Right. And yeah. then like Frankenstein, you get like the question of like uh, nurture versus nature. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. like, uh, what is a man? What is mortality? Like you get, you get so much. Yeah. And this book is basically like being horny is disgusting to right. death. Like, <laughs> and we have a bad guy <laughs> yeah. and he's foreign and we're going to hunt him down. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to end it on uh, two more bits of movie trivia that I thought were really fucking funny. Uh, so I guess when they filmed the part with uh, Mina, and Jonathan getting married. Uh, they used a Greek Orthodox church. And oh, yeah. He tried to With make the a, male nuns. Yeah. <laughs> and With he, the cross-dressing priests. <laughs> and he tried to make it authentic, so he hired an actual priest. Uh, so there's you know, People ca- say religion is so, like, gender-restrictive and hetero-cis-normative, but yeah. much... Watch Dracula. Watch Dracula, guys. Yeah. Watch Dracula. Uh, but apparently Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder were a little concerned that they might actually be married. Uh, so to this day, they still send each other text messages oh. that are like, hey, husband, hey, wife. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, I think that's adorable. My work husband. They, they, <laughs> both, they both seem like very nice people. Very nice people. Fellas, nice if, you're, fellas if your lady has a work husband... Get, all right. You might have a real Dracula situation going on. If he's got an accent, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, my darlings, I think we will end the podcast here. Wait, wait. Did you have another piece of trivia? Oh, I Sorry. thought I did, but I forgot it. So. All right, my dears. Goodbye. This has been Elise uh, and Ashley and Jude, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>